In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. As a pastor, it goes, you don't have many opportunities to visit other churches on Sunday because you're already committed to the particular church you serve. It was, however, one of the blessings I enjoyed this summer while on sabbatical. I had Sundays free, so I visited a lot of churches. In so doing, I was, first of all, reminded how much I appreciate this church. I mean, here at Hilton Prez, we seek to be faithful. We trust in the Lord. We have a wonderful life and witness here. We serve the Lord. We do many things very well. Still, in my survey, it was good to see what else is out there. It was good to see some of the practices, some of the strong points that other churches have. It's good to to compare and to learn. I was strategic in targeting particular churches. I'd been online looking for fresh expressions. I was looking for churches that are wise to to tradition, but then hungry for a witness that really reverberates within our world today. I was looking for churches that were doing new and smart things well, while at the same time holding true to the life and witness of Jesus Christ. A particular example was a church in Richmond called East End Fellowship. It's in Church Hill, if you know Richmond. They were really cool, contemporary, youthful, well-connected to their community, and in partnership with other service agencies right there in the same building, a library, a food bank, and an after-school program. They were alternatives. Worship was at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Not in a sanctuary as we think of it, but more like a big old fellowship hall or, or community hall with a band, Folding chairs, a big screen like this one, no bulletins, a happy and busy kids' church carefully and lovingly run, a conversational sermon, and prayer stations after the sermon for laying your burdens down. They weren't so fancy, but they had it going on, and people were engaged. Before things got going, I must have stuck out a bit as a visitor, For the minister and his spouse, they were both co-pastors, I think. In fact, they had numerous ministers. The two that Sunday came over and greeted me, and we had a nice talk. I told them what I was there and where I was from. And and they invited me to one of the small home group meetings that was starting that very evening after worship. That's a big emphasis there. For anyone coming through those doors, they encourage a prompt connection with a small group where ideally you make new friends and forge blessed community. That last piece is so important. And I wonder if we ourselves can do a better job at that. Now, East End wasn't everything I looked for in church, but there were good ideas to see and carry home. Another church I read about and then went to see was Dickey Memorial Presbyterian Church in Baltimore. This church is known for their creative worship, their collaborative style, and how they use all the arts, even aerial acrobatics. Yes, they actually swing from the rafters in church. (laughs) The other thing they're known for is their inclusivity. 
They welcome, appreciate, and give voice to everyone, no matter who they are. Everyone is a child of God. Now, as I was driving up to the Dickey Memorial, I was expecting to find in them an, an urban, program-driven, busy, polished, and large church, but it was something different. They were inclusive, and they did do cool things in worship, but they were actually quite small. It wasn't urban. Its location was a quiet old neighborhood on a quiet lane overgrown with trees. The building needed scraping and painting. It was summer, so the choir and aerial arts were on break, as I suspected they might be, but I did see the rings and the, the ropes in the, in the rafters. And there was a wonderful young baritone singer that morning, uh, apparently home for the summer. It was relaxed and warm, happy and fun. Again, conversational, creative, and they liked to hug each other. There was a sense of welcome, a sense of family. As I return now and we begin another church year with Sunday school and preschool and music ministry and mission and outreach, I realize that the best idea I found in all my search for wonderful new practices this summer at churches is something we already know, turns out. It's just something we ought to do a little more. And in the midst of so many new ideas, I'm reminded again how foundational for church is the simple age-old practice of congregational care. That is perhaps the clearest indication of any church that's really got it going on, how well we care for one another. Do we love one another as Jesus loves us all? You know, ever since I became the pastor of this church, five years ago, I have seldom used the word family to describe who we are. I don't know if you've ever noticed that. Even though I use the word regularly during my two previous pastorates, I have rarely used the term here, and that's due to a, a couple of reasons, I think. For one, you look to be something different. That is, I figured by definition we were more a program church, a, a larger church, uh, a little too corporate, say, to be called a family church. Secondly, I was aware how family churches can sometimes be the kind of church where everything is done pretty much at the beck and call of a single particular family, <laughs> leaving little room for the consideration of others. Maybe we've seen that before in places. We wouldn't want even a hint of that. So all in all, I decided to shy away from, from using that term, family. But lately, ever since my summer survey, I must say I've been reformed. <laughs> and now believe it's a smart and inspiring word for any church. For what do you find with family? We find the very things we need for beloved community. We find the very things we need more in our church today here at Hilton as we seek to grow in faith and witness. In family, you find connection, one with another. It's, it's what we all need. Jeremiah and the psalmist we just heard, what was their cry? In their despair, they cried to the Lord for, for connection, for rescue. They cried for life. 
we should be such, this church family, where folks find it okay letting it out. Their cries to the Lord for connection, for, for rescue, for love and grace. We can be Jesus for one another. Church family is where your prayers find answer in the readiness of others being there for you. I like that so much, I'm going to say it again. Church family is where your prayers find answer in the readiness of others being there for you. Connection to God found in you and you and you and you all and you. And it's not just an intellectual thing. It's nothing for keeping your distance. It's more vulnerable than that. It's more real. It's a coming together. It's a sharing space. Recognize that some of us are introverts. It's still, it's breaking bread together. It's looking into one another's eyes, welcoming one another's story. It's our precious time and gifts born for one another. Some of y'all, maybe most of y'all, know the old TV comedy, All in the Family. Archie Bunker is the opinionated and crass but lovable patriarch. Edith is his patient, Lord knows she's patient wife. Gloria is their feminist daughter, and Gloria's husband is Mike, whom Archie calls Meathead. Creator Norman Lear really broke ground with this series, back in the 70s, I guess it was, for he introduced taboo situations never before seen on TV, situations uh, like, like divorce, or cancer, or gay rights, racism, and rape. In them we find a family so real, so messy, and so like us, we see in them how imperfect, how scarred, how broken any of us can be. But then, too, we see in them the best of family. Forgiveness, strength, love, loyalty, hope, and faith. That's a good image for us. For we need to be clear, it matters not what kind of mess you're in. You're all in the family here. Here's a good place to be. Sometimes we think there is no place in church for the likes of us. With all our foibles, we might figure we're too far gone. We're too rare or, or weird for church. We would check our sins at the door. We would check our scars at the door if that were possible because we get this idea that purity must precede God's blessing. And then sometimes it's the church that screws up, acting as though we're so good when we're not. So often we're so distant, so absent, or, or tone deaf. We don't do a good enough job letting folks know they can bring their messy lives here. There was an article out this week, uh, or last week, it was something about the casserole, and who gets the casserole. And sometimes in our in our congregational care or our, our ministry of compassion and hospitality, we immediately think of those who are in a, a health crisis or those who have a funeral. But what about those other trying situations in their lives? What about like when your kid's on drugs or, or, or you're divorced? I got a phone call from a, from a person who used to attend here years ago, and they said, you know, I, that 
and she told me about this uh, article, and she let me know I kind of resonated with it uh, because I've been waiting for someone to reach out to me and, you know, where's my casserole? We don't do a good enough job confessing our own brokenness and sin. We need to let everyone know there is room here for all our messy lives. We can all be real. We don't need to hide. We can be who we are. We need, we can confess our sin and seek the Lord and our Lord's rescue together. More to the point, we can be that rescue in Jesus' name, one to another. Soon we begin our stewardship season. Right, George? And we're ramping that up. We've been, he's already, we, we already been talking, and, and we've been dreaming in the office, and it's that we see it's a season of thanksgiving to God for all God's blessings, and for the good news in Christ we are blessed to share, and we're looking ahead to our 2020 vision. Get it? 2020 vision? Our 2020 vision. In the coming weeks, we will be uh, highlighting some of our ministries, all of which have primary places in our 2020 vision. Looking ahead to the church we shall be. One of these highlights that we're going to dwell and talk about will be our ministry of congregational care. So be looking for that. Join in that wonderful mercy, for we are church family. We share in the love and care God holds for us all. For all in the family, there is good news. The Lord hears our cry. Salvation is near. Amen.